Boy, I've been excited ever since the ever since that big moment. I was up there, and I think I was about 422. I was just glad to be in that building going nuts. And uh, I saw Jerome Tang down there, and, uh, man, it was just a, so happy for it, for Jerome. And Coach Tang's been so great to be on with us, really, for the last several months. And then I had my accident, and then I came back. And we've had a lot of fun together. Uh, Jerome, congratulations. I mean, I've, I've, uh, I've said that to you via other ways, but, uh, my goodness, I wanted to get you on the air today and tell you how excited we were for the program and for you. And uh, I, bet, uh, I bet you haven't had just a, a, a ton of sleep. <laughs> haven't needed a ton of sleep. <laughs> it, uh, I mean, the adrenaline, the excitement, the it's – I just – you know, you can't really put it into words. What did you when it went in that game? Did you did you let yourself? Did you just stay like I know as a fan, I was up there or a journalist, I should say. I was up there uh, with about three minutes left, and I finally kind of looked at the score and just thought it's pretty much impossible at this point. Uh, or did you? I mean, when, when did it kind of all start to flow over you? I guess probably when you started taking those starters out of there. Um. Yeah, actually, a, a little bit before that, I I asked Coach Jacobs. Coach Jacobs has this thing that John has this thing that he does on on the bench. He looks at the score, looks at the team, the pace, and he says, "Okay, if we get to this, they can't get to that." You know, that's uh-huh. kind of his number. So I looked at him and I said, "Hey, what's the number that they can't get to?" And he was like, "Coach, they can't score this many points in this with how much time is left." And so it was probably about the under four minute media. And so, but you can't really talk to Coach Drew about that at that time. So in my brain, I'm thinking about, okay, well, when do we want to put, make the subs and how do we want to do it? And, um, and then uh, I looked to the bench with about, it was about maybe a little, it almost got to two minutes left. And I looked at the, the staff on the bench and I said, when do we want to make Sub and they all like oh, no, no. I mean I was like hold on I, fellas I'm just asking the question you know let's start thinking about this and they're like under <laughs> minute under minute and so that's when under minute I went to go at it like a little bit before minute 116 I think it was I went to coach and I said hey you want to make the sub and and he said really I want to do it and then they started to make their subs too and so that's when it kind of all was like wow this is going to happen and but it wasn't we are going to win the national championship. It was, we're going to win this game, you know, and because it was really, you just, you just had it, um, you know, just locked in on beating Gonzaga and not necessarily winning the national championship. Yeah. And, and I would say that one time when, when we kind of responded and went on a little run and I, I can't remember exactly, that might've been five or six minutes left, whatever. Flagler hits that three, and even though yeah. we didn't get as many fans as we would have loved to because of COVID, um, uh, Jerome, that place kind of went nuts. And I know the bench did, too. You guys were so enthused. But I think it was that Flagler three that just kind of sent off a – I mean, you know, usually a, a bucket like that, you'll hear just this roar. And I would say mm-hmm. no matter what sections, Baylor was 100. They had some in 400. You know, they were all over there. Some behind the bench. Some students were down there. I, I, that was a – that was kind of pandemonium, and I know y'all are still focused. And but I mean, you had at that point uh, that was a pretty awesome moment, I would say. 
No, it wasn't. I think they called a timeout too when Flagler hit yes. the three. Yes. And it was, yeah, it was definitely one of those moments where it was like, all right, we responded, and I don't think they have an answer. And uh, then with about uh, before the under four minute media, you could see Mark was trying to get him to trap us. And he kept calling his man-to-man trap hand signal, and they wouldn't trap us. They wouldn't come out. They couldn't figure out, I guess, how to do it or whether if they had gas in the tank to do it. And so I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, we, we're sitting pretty good right here. <laughs> <laughs> Talking to Jerome Tag, associate head coach, been here for all the ups and downs of Baylor. Who was the, uh, who was the first person – you hugged at the final. The, the horn goes off. Uh, was it a group uh, of the assistant coaches? Did you go get Scott immediately? I guess Scott had to go over and 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 see Coach Few. Who was that first hug with? If you can remember. Well, when you know when they were, we were subbing the guys out as the players yeah. came through. I got to hug them, and then I was I had enough time to you know go down the bench and give all of our coaches all the way down, you know, I mean, all the way down to Coach Charlie, all the way down to, because um, people sit in different spots, give them all hugs before that. So, you know, with like 11 seconds, I was back with Coach, and I told him, hey, go ahead, walk down there towards Coach View and give him a hug. And I was behind him, and so, because we had done all the hugs kind of thing. And then when it was, yeah. you know, over, then it, you see the guy celebrating and stuff, and then it's like starting to set in, you know, like, okay, not only did we win this game, but this game meant we won the national championship. And and I just still couldn't grasp my head around. I know there was supposed to be some kind of a well of emotion and stuff, but the emotion wasn't about the national championship. It was about beating a team that everybody said you couldn't beat, that, you know, they were the best team, probably the best team ever in college basketball and, you know, just all these things that you knew that we knew we could do it, you know, and just so those were the kind of emotions that were being let out during that time. What uh, let me in on some of the insight. I've heard a little bit about how you all did it, um, but Drew Timmy had taken over that tournament. He'd given people fits and people thought, well, that's going to be key. How do they how do they slow him down? And boy, I mean, he just I guess he just. Never, there was just never any comfort level, and I thought Flo did a great job. I know he fouled out, but my goodness, you guys just kept sending people at him in waves. What was kind of the? Obviously, there was great execution of the game plan, but let me in a little bit on what what was the game plan, and then how you know how it played out. Um, you know, we felt that we were quicker at every position than they were. And, you know, that was a big John Wooden thing. Like, he wanted his team to be quicker at every position, and then he wanted uh, quickness over height, but then he wanted to, like, get them as tall as he could, as quick as he could get them. And when when you look at it and you say, man, we're quicker at every position, so now we can apply pressure to them, make them run offense further, make their passes more difficult to get it to Drew. And if we could keep a body... On, on Drew, we felt like we could slow him down because nobody kept a body on him. And so, and then we weren't going to try and block his shot. We are just going to wall him up and make him play through our chest and just make everything very difficult for him. And they just couldn't ever get the ball to him easily. You know, I mean, there might have been 
if I and I hadn't watched the game back as a coach yet, and uh, but I, I don't recall there being more than three buckets that you would say were easy buckets for him. That's what I, I want to watch that. I, I want to watch that with you sometime. Uh, and I don't know. <laughs> you, 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 I don't know if you'll allow that to happen or whatever. But man, that would be pretty awesome to kind of see what see what you're thinking through that. I mean, it was really unbelievable. I just think the craziest thing was that y'all punched him in the mouth, and you're up nine one. And <laughs> I mean, they really never got any closer. I mean, think about that. That never the Big Twelve, and you're playing the team that's supposed to be one of the greatest of all time, and all this stuff, and they're going for perfection. First team since Indiana '76. I mean, it, it and y'all just kind of hit them in the mouth, and they just couldn't. I, they never really got much traction in that game. I would say at halftime was the most traction they could have felt. 47-37 or something like that. That that's that's the only time they may have felt connected. And then you kind of yeah, well, came out and hit them again in that second half. Yeah, you know we had that, you know, we had a, a 15 or 16 point lead with like a minute and something to go and we just didn't close the half the way we could have and had the ability to where we could have pushed it to 20 and so at halftime you know, our guys weren't, like, happy to have a lead. They were disappointed that we didn't have a bigger lead, you know. And uh, and our goal the second half was to win every media. And it didn't matter if we won every media by one point or by five, whatever it was. We were just going to win. If we win every media, they can't beat us. And we did. We won every media except the last. We tied, I think, 4-4, something like that. That's pretty cool to think of it like that and separate it mm-hmm. into because, um, yeah, isn't that interesting? Because the, the, the women have the quarters. It's a little different for mm-hmm. the men, but you can kind of play these games within games. And, hey, we're going to win every media. Well, I love that. I love that. You know, I've started thinking in those terms a little bit because you'll – it'll if the, the t- t- you know, the timeout will happen at 15.36 or whatever, and then you're just like, okay, what's the score? What's the score? And we just – I mean, my gosh, for, as a, from a fan's perspective, it was just incredible that you just – you guys kind of almost ran away and hid from them. And in that second half, they just got buried. I mean, they could not, as good as they are and as highly skilled as they are. And I liked at the end, you know, you could just tell how much respect the two programs have for each other. I know you all are friends, and there's a lot of crossover, and Jake has spent some time there, um, and uh, Rim played there. Uh, it, it was kind of cool to see, Jerome, the two, um, uh, the two programs kind of like hugging it out a little bit. You know, they knew they were beat. Man, yeah, yeah a, ton, a ton of respect. You know, uh, you know. I mean, we recruited Jalen Suggs. We recruited Drew Timmy. Um, we we got great respect for for Coach Few. I mean, they do. They don't. They don't only get talent. They develop guys. You know, they have a work ethic up there and a culture up there that's second to none. And uh, you know, Tommy Lloyd is. You know, just just. I mean, he could be running a high major program right now and on his own, but he chooses to stay there because of the culture and Roger Powell, you know, just, he worked for Bryce Drew, just, just a, just a super human being. And I mean, everyone in that program. And, and when you talk to Rem, you talk to, to coach Jacobs about what they do up there and how they do it and the type of people they are. And I mean, coach few stops me in the hallway and uh, he's asking me about my career, my goals. You know, this is during the tournament. They're trying to win a, a championship and he's asking me about how he can help me and saying how he wants to help me, you know, and then, uh, it's, I think it was before the final four games or final four games, 
uh, he's he's like, hey, uh, you know, I've been talking to your boss, just trying to convince him about, you know, you guys spending more time away from the office and, you know, just right, just teaching him to really enjoy this and not not be so, you know, so locked in on, you know, the next thing that he has to enjoy life. And, I mean, just think about that. This guy is trying to win a national championship. The NCAA tournament's going on, and, and he's talking to Scott about going fishing and, you know, really enjoying life and allowing your assistants to have more family time. And, and not that coach ever stops us, but, you know, when when you have those kind of people, man, and, and they run that those high-character guys and they run such a great program, you admire and you, you, you really respect and just, you know, and you saw it in the in the in the game the, of how we we had to prepare for them and how they prepared for us, and and then at the end, just you know, there was really um, a great respect for each other. Well, I, your kids are a little older than Coach Brooks' kids. I thought that was a sweet, uh, that was an unbelievable video or picture of his little his little guys, uh, his little kids waiting for him on the curb. I mean, that was the coolest <laughs> thing. But even though your kids are a little older, I bet they were, I mean, very, very excited to see you after this bubble. And that's tough to be away from your family that long. So we're happy you're home. Coach Tang, what was your first, uh, what's your first meal? Are, are you going to, like, make a championship meal? Or are you going to have... Will somebody uh, make one for you? Well, you know, um, it's crazy. I I had a, a bowl of cereal this morning. My wife was uh, worried that, you know, whether the milk was good or not. <laughs> um, we haven't really had time yet. Uh, I've got a, you know, I'm going to tell you this. This is a funny story. So I land, we land. It's around 2 o'clock when we land. You know, you've got all the stuff going on there at, at the airport, you know, with mm-hmm. the fans and the camera and stuff. And, and but I have to pick the dogs up before five o'clock uh, from the the vet where they were housed. Um, they were boarding, and and so you know I I get out of there about three thirty or whatever, and I get over to the vet, and there's a car next to me, and I've got my hat on, I got the the net around my neck still, and I'm sitting in, in the front, and this the the windows go down in the car next to me, and it, it's a Baylor fan, and she's like. No way you're here. You know, why are why are you here? What are you doing? Why don't is, is somebody not picking your dogs up for you? You didn't I said I, I had to tell her she took a picture and sent it to her husband. Her husband and her and her son uh were at the game and she stayed home, you know, so they were in Indianapolis flying back and and she sent in a picture to her husband and she says she said I said, you know, hey, you know, life still goes on. I mean, I still got to get the dogs and still got to go home and, you know, unpack the clothes and all those things. And it was just pretty funny because I know it's a huge thing, but we still we got to go to the grocery store and do some grocery shopping and stuff before I can do any cooking. So so that, that that's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. You uh, once you're once you win a national title, there's no anonymity really involved. You're where you are a public figure, and you will be recognized. You already were, but my goodness, it goes up tenfold. Well, listen, we we got to turn it over to John Morris now, the John Morris Show. But uh, all season, we have so much enjoyed visiting with you. We're so happy for you, and uh, you are the official coach of the Matt Mosley Show with Stephen Simcox. You know that. Hey, well, Matt, thank you so much. Baylor Nation, we got a parade next Tuesday in Waco. We hope everybody shows up and green and gold and uh, really support these guys for, for how well they played and how, more importantly, how well they represented our university and who we are and what we're about to the, to, to the entire world. And so um, they're just real proud, and I'm proud of Baylor Nation. And, Matt, thank you for this opportunity. And during the offseason, we can watch this game together.